You're listening to Being Jim Davis. One must imagine Sisyphus furry. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is Josh Gates, and I'm also Jim Davis. Jonathan Joshua. Today is whatever day it was. Who cares? Because it's time for us to talk about the movie RoboCop. Jonathan, have you seen the movie RoboCop this week? Wait, let me. uh, No, no, I haven't. Still haven't seen RoboCop. Me neither. Josh, Josh Gates, special guest, Josh Gates, legitimate working artist. Have you ever seen the movie RoboCop? And can you explain it to us? I've never seen it and I can't explain it to you. Okay, we turn to friend of the show, Ryan Pfeiffer, who sent me this email a scant three hours ago. RoboCop Corner, week 10. Ryan writes, oh boy, more RoboCop. By the way, this yeah. Bob I keep referring to is played by a young Miguel Ferrer. A little bit of trivia for you. Remember Miguel Ferrer? No, I do not, Ryan. I do not know who that is. Anywho, here's minute 10 of RoboCop. Dick says that, God, I, Ryan, you need to include context. We don't remember anything from last week. Minute you know, that's just going to end up compounding the length of each summary. I know. So. <laughs> I know. We could go back and read them, but I'm not going to. Minute 10. Dick says that security concepts believes an efficient police force is only a partial solution. As he walks past the table to a set of double doors on the other side of the room, he explains what they need is a revolutionary type of cop who wouldn't need to eat or sleep, would have superior firepower and reflexes to use that firepower. So tired of these cops eating and sleeping all the goddamn time on the government's dime. Am I right? Those are my tax dollars at work. Mm -hmm. You're just fucking sleeping. I didn't pay for cops to be well rested. Anyway, he turns to everyone and happily introduces them to the future of law enforcement before swinging the doors open to reveal what appears to be a large robot. The top part is almost featureless with two sentry turrets fastened on either side and it rests upon two huge mechanical, almost talon-shaped feet. Mutters and commotion start to fill the room as Dick introduces the creature as ED-209. Three men in lab coats and one in a suit enter through the double doors, wheeling in a control panel on a podium. Dick gestures to it and the man in the suits flips a switch on the panel. ED-209 powers up its limbs extending upward slightly as it starts lumbering forward to the table. Hello, hello, I am RoboCop, says (laughs) ED-209. The people around the table look on, intrigued, except for Bob, who remains disgruntled. However, as the machine gets closer, they begin to become agitated and frightened, shouting and standing up to back away. I am RoboCop, says the machine. Thus ends the movie RoboCop. Take my word for it. I'm Ryan Pfeiffer. I definitely wrote this part. We never have to do this again because the movie RoboCop is over. Wow. Exciting stuff. What will happen in the next? ah, What will happen in the next minute of RoboCop? I don't know. Ryan. How many minutes does it take to describe one minute of the movie RoboCop? (sighs) Yeah, this was not a well thought out. Like we could have just watched the movie RoboCop. Yeah. In the time it took us to get through 10 minutes of RoboCop. Also, I don't want to watch the movie. All this is done 
is persuade me that I am not interested in the movie RoboCop, don't want to see it, and don't care to have it summarized. So you ask us every time if we've seen the movie RoboCop, and the answer is always no. Like, I'm curious, Mm -hmm. if one of us sees the movie RoboCop, are we done doing the RoboCop Minute? I think because so, that could yeah. be worth it. I think I think the rules of the game, as I understand them, are: if you see the movie RoboCop, you got to flip a coin. If it's heads, you never have to do the RoboCop minute again. If it's tails, you die. So you know, there's a little excitement in there. Okay, so in the first panel, Garfield is uh, sitting next to the lamp. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same setup as yesterday. We've got moths flying around it. Well, Garfield... I mean, he went to a lot of trouble of drying that fucking lamp yesterday. He's got to get a milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, like, that's fair. I didn't. That I wasn't making was a, a judgment about it. I, in fact, okay. I you know I admire the economy of of. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a nice labor lamp. there. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, I wonder oh, what. Ha- what is that down in the? Uh... Down close to the horizon between the floor and the wall, there is a small black dot in this panel. I think we should talk about it. It might be a moat. A dust moat? Yeah, might be a dust moat. Looks more like a speck. Oh my god! The colors of the floor and the wall have swapped. Oh, have they? So it's the same Joker-ass colors. Wait, really? Fucking purple floor, green wall. That's wild. Because I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same room, but that the floor and the walls have like two of the walls are green, two are purple. The floor it's it's divided on a diagonal between purple mm-hmm. and green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It has it has swapped. Hey, Jonathan, when you mm-hmm. when you when you profess surprise at this color swapping, like we've been doing this for like five six years or whatever now, and we know perfectly well that the the colors of the walls and the floors swap all the time, sometimes from panel to panel. Are you sure. genuinely shocked that the color and floor, the wall and floor swapped colors from yesterday to today? Or are you just like trying uh, to feel anything? I'm just trying to feel the air at this point. I, um, I do I notice that. if we, when you look at these strips on the, uh, you know, the Czech, Czechoslovakian website that we oh, yeah. like to look at. PT.jkia. O-S-J-I-K-O-S dot C-Z slash Garfield slash 1984. I can't, Czechoslovakia doesn't exist anymore. The Czech, no, but it's an old website. The Czech website, yeah. It's an old website. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the way these are arranged, uh-huh. um, the, oh God, this is so boring. Um, the the counter yesterday was green and the wall yesterday, today is green. And the wall yesterday is purple and the counter today is purple. So it's like a sandwich mm. with like purple, like purple bread, bread. And, and green cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It's like a pickle sandwich with moldy bread. Say what you will about the implausibility of these two colors, but Garfield really pops against them. I mean, he does. Yeah. Like, Listeners, if you're just waiting around for us to acknowledge that the originals of all of these were in black and white anyway, we're not going to do it. Fuck you. You Just keep waiting. Yeah, we're also not going to talk about Apophysis this week. No. Oh, God. Um, So in panel one, Garfield is thinking, I wonder what happens 
when a moth gets too close to the light. Do you wonder that, Garfield? Like, this is just pretty straightforward, isn't it? Anyway. Um, the next panel, which is panel two. He's a cat. He doesn't know how the world works. I mean, you don't know that a cat doesn't know how the world works. What is it like to be a cat? Hmm. Um, Whoa. In, a, in the panel two, this moth got too close to the light. And it shoots... Like there's this smoke trail, like it was, you know, a World War II flying ace who was shot down in a dogfight. Like it was and, ejected with the force of an explosion. Yeah, like, like it shoots upwards out the top of the lampshade and then follows this hyper, like ultra parabola where it actually goes <laughs> inwards. It doesn't even just get parallel down. This insane curve down to the floor where it creates an explosion on the floor that goes boom and the the whole time the moth is going and garfield is horrified good stuff yeah and then in the last panel there's like burning wreckage on the counter Uh, huge smoke garfield's ears are back in panel two i like that sometimes Um, we don't mention it yeah that smoke cloud is enormous in panel three. Like there's and there's okay, a fire at the like the floor is on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a little campfire yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually Garf- kind of a nicely drawn little fire. Mm. Garfield is kind of side-eyeing the audience. And he's why not don't they make the whole anymore. moth out of the black box material? That's a great question. That is a great question. Um, yeah, the National Transportation Safety Board is there. <laughs> sifting through the wreckage um uh garfield is side-eyeing the audience and thinking at least he didn't suffer how are we supposed to how do you take that line the at least he didn't suffer i i think i take it as a punchline because in fact he suffered horribly (laughs) like he was shouting (laughs) "Ah!" (laughs) yeah also it's panel three yeah, so like he didn't suffer for long, I guess. Yeah, that we know it, of. I, I think that in moth years, it was a long time. Yeah, it's it would yeah. be it'd be funny and horrifying if Garfield were looking at us and thinking, at least he didn't suffer. And then there's another thought bubble coming out of the fire that's like, help me, help me. I'm trapped under the wreckage. The fire is edging ever closer to me. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> That would be awful. Um, um, what do you guys think about the shape of Garfield's body slash the way that he's drawn in panel three? I love it. Mm, he's that very bulbous. Right answer. He looks extra fat, like extra, extra like, yeah, bulbous. His body yeah, is good, spherical. Like it's like a it's, beach ball. Yeah, it's just a big orange sphere. I want to want to you know poke at it. I like it. This is honestly, this is easily, this is probably my best, uh, best Garfield so far this week. I guess I didn't hate the popsicle one. Now that I'm thinking back, I'm just a low bar. Fond fond memories of that popsicle now in retrospect. I didn't enjoy it at the time. You just didn't know what you had. It's true. You don't know what you have until it's, until it's replaced with, uh, a a worse comic strip. The flaming suffering death. 
of a creature. Yeah, yeah, no. I they, they, uh, they pave paradise, put up a bullshit Garfield. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed that the other moths are not. They don't care doing at anything all. different. Like I, I'd like to see the other moths, mm. maybe like fleeing the scene. Yeah. Okay. Like, we got to get out of here before the cops arrive. So I know we already yeah. talked about the Wayne Garfield sitting in that last panel, and we mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. The consensus is that we like it, yeah. but why is he drawn that way? I mean, I I feel like I really identify with Garfield in that last panel. As as Jonathan knows, and listeners, you've heard, really working on looking better with my shirt off this year, and it's just this never-ending road of torturing myself for no results you and know, I, I feel like you must not be there yet because your shirt is on right now it's a it's my main problem yeah. i can't i can't figure out how to get the shirt off honestly so when you get there okay, so I, I already signed up for my next slot with you guys and it's next year <laughs> and i propose that we all have our shirts off I'm fine with that. So, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. With, honestly, great. I'm fine. Be accountability partners, and we can all look great. I'll take my shirt off now, if you guys. But we're into no, what I'm saying is like when I Garfield is kind of leaning forward, it's like he's at the top of a sit-up. Yeah. And when I am in that position, my stomach is also perfectly spherical. <laughs> like that's just how that works when a cat reaches his mid forties. That's just what happens. Yeah. It turns out there's nothing Sometimes you can earlier. do about it. Yeah. You, you can lead a lifestyle of exercise and joyless sat- salads. It doesn't matter. Your stomach is still going to be perfectly spherical Whoa. in all situations. I want to go back to that, Chris. Do you re- have you led a, a have you lived a lifetime of joyless salads? What's no, number your- one, I love salads. Like- and number two, I eat all kinds of other he- unhealthy okay. stuff. All right, because I, I my <laughs> no, thought no, was like I, it's totally. Where's false. your salad? Also, game? I don't like, exercise that much. That's the other issue. <laughs> no, I eat a lot of ice great. cream. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, listeners. Tiffany's there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Hi, listeners. This is uh, this is my wife, Tiffany. She's been on the show before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Tiffany's a linguist, as I recall. Uh, it's basically correct. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of a linguist to correct you on your use of um, phoneme. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I basically. We don't want to rehash all that. Yeah, this is Garfield's there, and this one's. I mean, I've, this one's fine. It's it's yeah it's it's good it's good. I feel like we didn't read Ryan Pfeiffer's um, summary of this one, the 2040th Ever Garfield strip. Ryan writes, in today's strip, oh, the Lepidoptery. That's funny. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, the, le- the Lepidoptery. Uh, butterflies, right? Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, maybe moths count there. T- it's I guess, it's a yeah. takeoff on the, the Hindenburg guy saying, oh, the humanity. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It's a reference, a highbrow reference. Ryan Pfeiffer, classy highbrow individual. Who sends who sends us a weekly summary of successive minutes of the movie Robocop. Classy highbrow character. All right. Anyway. Okay. Um, anyway, well, this one's done. Thank you.
podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows